right, all right, all right, Phil, my man. Welcome back to another episode of the Great Heavy Music Podcast. Phil, say hello to the folks at home. Uh, hey, and hail Satan. Perfect. Hey, Phil, uh, why don't you tell the folks at home, in case they're listening for the very first time, what is it? what it is we do here on the Great Heavy Music Podcast? Uh, I recommend bands to you that you severely underrate and don't appreciate, and you recommend things to me that I like, but sometimes I act like I like more than I do just so I don't hurt your feelings. Perfect. That's how it goes. We listen to albums from post-2000 releases. Phil tells me to listen to Trash. I tell him to listen to Gold, and then now he comes back pretending like it wasn't Gold to try to cover his tracks. Yeah, sounds about right. Okay. So anyhow, if you're a first-time listener, welcome aboard. We love having you. Uh, we have great opportunities to review great albums. We basically want to save you guys time from having to di- dive into the minefield that is burrowing through all the trash and, and releases that you know shouldn't be worth your valuable time. If you're going to hear it on here, it's excellent if I've recommended it. It might be average or above average if Phil recommended it, and uh, you know you can at least save yourself some time. So, Phil, you rap bastard. <laughs> as, as we usually do, we shoot a little shit at the beginning. What's new in your life? How's everything going on? All right, so I just got off of orientation at nursing, so I'm like on my own now, and uh, it's pretty cool. It's stressful, it's goddamn, but it's we're rewarding, and uh, you know I like it. And that's pretty much it. And we're I'm moving into a house in Hanover, by the way. I just slip that in there. So now, when yeah. you kill a person, it's totally your fault and no one else's, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You made me think um, of that episode of Scrubs when they're talking about their first kill. When are you gonna get your first kill? Uh, I don't know. Hopefully not for a while. Hopefully they're really old anyway. <laughs> just the shit that pops in your head. I swear to God. You're already you're... justifying the fact that the life <laughs> yeah, exactly. you took from Earth was worth it. Right. No, I I hope to never cause anyone any harm in any way. So hopefully not. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Shit happens. Uh, sometimes shit just they're just dead now. Did everything right. That it wasn't not, not to me yet, but that will probably happen. Who knows if this is true, but I swear I saw somewhere that like the number one killer is cancer, the second is you know obesity related issues or something, and the third is just medical complications like mistakes. Yeah, I'm sure that's I wouldn't be surprised. There's a um, I don't know, it's shit. There's a lot, a lot of sick people, a lot of opportunities for mistakes. And, uh, you know, people are only human. It sucks. A vast, vast majority of people would never do anything like that on purpose or, or out of just sheer laziness or anything. It's just a fucking, you know, you get, I guess they got busy and fucking weren't thinking. Well, which is sad. Given that we're pretty straight shooters and you're in the medical field and I'm in the legal field, I can tell you that I can lift the curtain and say anybody who thinks that somebody who goes to law school is prepared to be a good lawyer is a moron because there's absolutely not enough taught in law school to make you a good lawyer. So is the same true? Do you feel now as you're unleashed? I mean, you've been in the military, you've trained as a nurse, you had nursing school, all this stuff. If you were the person who needed this nursing care, you walk into the hospital just totally unsuspecting. Do you feel like you've done they've done an adequate job to prepare you for this? Yeah, I think so. I do. Um, well, for the basics, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of different shit that um, I don't know. You, you don't worry about as much as you think you will in nursing school. And I'll teach you how to deal with people, how to time manage, none of that shit. That's just sheer experience getting beaten down and just having to come up with some kind of way to like be faster and more efficient. So, no, I mean, yes, knowledge-based-wise, no, as far as like uh, applying that shit. Got Probably, it. Probably, I guess. So not too different, frankly, from the law stuff. You, you learn a lot about the law, but nothing about how to be a professional. 
Yeah. Um, do they teach you how to um, confront Jack Nicholson on the stand in law school, or is that something you got to learn when you get out? No, they teach you how to confront Marissa Tomei. <laughs> nice. Because if you're the, in My Cousin Vinny and you need to figure out how a car broke down or some shit. Yeah, you got to make sure you get that Lincoln Skylark tire uh, pattern. Exactly down, right. Exactly right. For all of you at home who can't see Phil, he's just rapidly and rapidly consuming liquid. It's like a coffee, and then you got a tea, and then you got a Dunkin' Donuts cup, and now you got a cup of water. Jesus Christ, dude, you're going to piss your pants by the time this thing's over. Uh, Well, that's my fetish. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> by the end of this episode, you're going to be squeezing your legs like a dog. And then now Probably. we're gonna be like you're gonna be like okay that's the end of the episode see you guys. So uh, speaking speaking of dog, whenever you want to get into that so metal, it's pretty good. Yeah, the perfect segue. Let's let's hear it. Any, anybody who's listening for the first time, we do our that so metal segment where Phil or I will bring a news story or something from the past that is so awesome that we have to say that's so metal. So Phil, hit us with it. Okay, so um, this video's been making the rounds, so there's a decent chance that our uh, listeners have seen it. But um, there's this guy skiing. Um, it's pretty high up. This fairly treacherous looking mountain and he's got a dog with him and uh I, he's kind of like skiing in, in sections i guess and this, and he's watching his dog fuck around in there up there and shit and all of a sudden this dog goes tumbling down the mountain that uh at a speed and 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 wrote and like spinning with the revolutions at a speed that it looks like a fucking cartoon yeah i think this might be it Can well no me? i would love to Keep... see this video god damn Keep watch, keep looking. Dog tumbling. Type in dog tumbling down a ski run. Dog tumbling down ski slope. Dog tumbles it's, down ski slope. It's I think it's got a guy with like a green shirt on. Yes. Okay. All right. I see it. I see it. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna please, watch it right please now. Watch it. Let's see if the audio will come through. Can you hear this? Yeah, I can hear. It. Um. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> that dog is spinning so. Dude, rapidly. look at this fucking dog. <laughs> Now this dog survives. You know what it looks like exactly, and I'm telling you, this is a God's honest truth. It exactly looks like this. When I was in college, I went to a bowling alley, and there was this chick there that had a bowling ball with a teddy bear inside of it. It was a clear bowling ball, and the teddy bear was like arms up like this and legs out like in a star shape. And as it That's rolled, cool. as it rolled down the alley, it would roll in such violent revolutions that it was spinning all around that's exactly what that dog, <laughs> dog was like spinning cartwheel or cartwheel or cartwheel that's amazing yeah. when i first saw that i was like well that i was like that's a terrible video that dog is done that <laughs> but that dog lives it's it, uh pretty fucking, pretty yeah. fucking metal because you know that dog is super deep but like wow that was pretty baller actually <laughs> <laughs> right so i mean that's a little short and sweet deal but i just i thought that was so hilarious uh, you had to see it love it yeah it's a million times it's funnier Million times funnier seeing it than hearing it described. So anybody who's out there listening, dog tumbles down ski run. Uh, it's the first video that comes up on YouTube. Dog tumbles down ski run. Freaking great. Good call. Okay, so then right. Phil, are you ready to do the typical, uh, the typical, the, the yeah, typical, the typical or the standard rock paper scissors shoot? Anything you want to do to see who goes first? Because you have to review Epur Simuav by Hagard, and I have to review the album by relentless sun their first release called unrevealed yeah yeah um, all right great i'm ready do you want to give us a category we're going to just be open to anything on earth uh let's do a category um this time how about we do um it has to like uh, anything any animal or object i guess from the ocean 
Okay. Any animal or object from the ocean? That's it has to have uh, had originated in the ocean. It can't be something that a human brought into the ocean. It has to have originated in the ocean. I think Let's that's say orig- or originated in the ocean. Yeah, okay, all right. <sighs> Give me a second, Phil. Um, as I think about this, what would I think about if I was a fucking moron like Phil? If I was just so dumb. You're going to be eating those words, chant. Oh, what's that? You can hear me? Oh, well, oh yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I have. That was. Another, I, have, uh, I was talking about another guy named Phil who wasn't drinking water still. Um, okay. I'm gonna be talking this water. <laughs> Is that why you're picking the ocean? Are you seriously dehydrated? Did you go to drinking last night? <laughs> I know. Well, I wouldn't be going to the ocean salt water. I can't drink that. No, but you're just talking about bodies of water and you're slugging, <laughs> slugging waters. Jesus. All right, I got an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. All right, All right. I'm ready. Ready? All right, ready. Yeah. Rock, Rock. paper, scissors, scissors. shoes. Scissors. Anything and you want you to do. do. Blue whale. Megalodon shark. I don't even know what that is. Please tell me. Oh, it's like that giant prehistoric shark. It's like 50 feet. Oh, and it's man. like a fucking beast. You fucking destroyed me. I thought I, I was thinking only modern ocean. I was not thinking prehistoric. You won. Well, there, I mean, there's they could still exist. Probably don't. I, um, I don't know for sure, but I'm guessing that shark could destroy a blue whale, right? I mean, blue whales are huge, though. They're huge. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, just because the fact that it has teeth, <laughs> and like blue whale doesn't really have like sharp teeth or any kind. They like suck krill in, right? And um, and then it's probably way more agile than the fucking blue whale. I'm gonna defer to you totally, Lawson. First of all, I don't know what the thing you said is, and second, I mean, it if it's prehistoric and it's just freaking super baller like that, then it's over for my blue whale. So you go ahead, bro. I'll defer to you. I beat you last week. You go this time. All right, I'll start off with uh, I'll do your album first. Okay, all right. You I'm gonna, I'm going to get it queued okay. up right here. We got the 2004 release by incredible German band Hagard, H-A-G-G-A-R-D. The album is Apur C. Muav, E-P-P-U-R, space S-I, space M-U-O-V-E. With that, Phil, take it away. All right, so the first song, uh, I'm not really going to try to pronounce any of these. I'm guessing they're Italian. Anyway. So good, uh, good start. Um, so when the vocals kick in, the guy, like the guy, he does like that little evil minion, whatever fucking voice. I thought it sounded a little cheesy. I ain't gonna lie. But when that lady goes, oh, 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 <laughs> it's so fucking catchy. And then they'll put music behind that, you know, and um, it just ramps up so uh, intensely. It's it's pretty fucking cool. I, well, as a, as you go through yeah. this first track, but do be, keep in mind that. The listeners have no idea what this is, so give it a general kind of. All right. All right. You know, it's a Sorry. it's a classical yes. music. I would say classical, baroque, maybe uh, approach to metal. It's a German um, a classical metal band. The guy they do singing uh, a lot of clean singing. The guy does the guy being, I guess, the organizer of the whole thing. And I'll figure out his name right now. I think his name is. Assis Nasiri. Yeah, that's right. Nasiri. We we interviewed him on 70K. He was the man, dude. Sure did. And he, I my understanding is he is like the uh, conductor, for lack of a better term. But he actually yes. participates. He does the growls. Um, it seems like kind of his brainchild. Definitely. And so, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's him. That's him right now. I think. Um, talk or doing his little narration so yeah so that's what that is and so all the songs are classical they're very they're very intricate 
very well done. He's clearly had some kind of classical training. Uh, so, and then this, and he infuses it metal into it really well. Kind of reminds you of Trans-Siberian Orchestra a little bit. Um, so, yeah, but so yeah, that part with that lady, I'm gonna be saying that in my head forever. Yes. Um, but um, starts to pick up uh, three more minutes in. Uh, the choir picks up. There's some really good growls. I think this has this song has really good drumming. We I feel like we never talk about drumming enough, and this song has good drums. Um, and they know I said they really know how to squeeze the most out of a vocal section. Epic ending with the choir and growls overlapping. Because I think the the ending is fucking great. Definitely. Um, so I I probably I had to I was hard hard pressed to pick a top three. This is probably this is going to be one of my top three. I think. Right okay. Off the bat. Um, right here. Right here. Right here. Here we go. Listen. To this. Don't you just turn into an amateur conductor when you hear that? You're like, Ooh. totally, and man. Just the, frolic around for a field. The juxtaposition of that guttural vocal sound with the beauty of the violin and the, it sounds like a clarinet or bassoon or something, you know, with her vocals and it's just like, it's something I never expected when I was first introduced to this album many years ago, probably a decade or so. I was just amazed right. by it. I've never encountered anything like this. Okay, so. Um, we move right into the like a transitional song, Minuetta. Um, and then pleasant interlude. Not a whole lot to say. I like it's it's nice. You wouldn't skip it. It's not long enough that it's annoying to get to skip it. Right. It's only a minute and sixteen seconds, so it's a quick little orchestral palate cleanser, I guess you will. But what was your what was your kind of opinion of this album at this stage? Just two songs in, where you're like, "Oh God, here we go. What the fuck is this weird shit?" Or were you like, "Oh, okay, I see what they're doing here. This is cool." Well, yeah, I know what to expect because we saw them live. Um, you know, so I had an idea of what it was going to be like. Uh, it was it. pretty much what I expected. I didn't think it was weird. Um, this stuff isn't always something I would go after. You know, usually I even this album I probably won't like go out of my way to revisit it too much because it's like a um it's so niche it it uh that you have to be in the mood for it i mean that's yes. basically how i feel about it um it's really well done you know it is a great album it's a great effort it's a brilliant uh you know product or a product of a brilliant mind clearly you know it's a little but it's yeah it's a little more of a niche kind of thing you got to be in the mood for it yes so, I, I don't got... know if i'll always go back to it I got into this album really hard okay. when I was studying for the bar and when I was studying in law school. It was perfect music for me because I love metal, but I also liked the ability that I had to focus with this background music. So, right. yep. All right, right good. Sure. What'd you think of the third track? All right, so um, I love this one. I also <laughs> kind of want to put this in my top three too. I, I think I will. Um, that dun 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 dun. I love that progression um, with her vocals in the background. The doo -doo -doo -doo. We actually heard this live. Yep. Per, at per the, Aspera uh, at Astra. Yeah. And I distinctly remember this part. 
and the background music. That dun, 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 dun. And I remember it, that stuck in my head more than anything else uh, when we saw that. Yeah, this is definitely, oh, play. definitely one of the best on the album. Super um, cool. Yeah, we saw we saw this in the top deck, I believe. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a great, it's a fucking awesome song. So um, I said she sounds great backing up the vocals. At some point, it'll it slows down and this violin kicks in, um, and then there's a male singer at the end. I don't know who that guy is. If it's another uh, part of the choir, if it's I don't know if I don't know if it's the main guy or not. Um, uh, but he uh, he sings great and uh, goes along with the song really well. Um, there's I say great notes with female singer and then there's an accompanying string section and I think that's what I was referring to that dun 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 it's laid over so so well and right here yeah if you're not into classical music at all if you hate it you're not gonna like this album just don't bother right um and I love what I love about that that violin part that uh, you just um, pantomime. There's like the uh, it doesn't go it go it it comes back down in like chunks. I, I love music that does. Um, I guess as I get older, especially I love music that does something a little different than what you're expecting. You, you're gonna fill in the blanks in your head. You think you know what it's gonna do, and it does something a little different. The unexpected. Yeah, just and just a little. It doesn't have to be crazy. Uh, Totally. So, and, and and I know you always talk about how you like contrast, tr contrasting vocals. I think this song is like the epitome of that. You got a male singer, you got a female singer, clean, and then you got growls on top of it. You know, and sometimes they even they intermingle. It's like, you know, what more could you want in terms of uh, vocal contrast? So, yes. great song. I'm glad we heard this live. I'm actually very glad. I realized that we we're kind of lucky to have heard this live. Uh, so. Especially with all the members that they had up there. I mean, back in our 70K review, if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to our 70,000 Tons of Metal review from when we went on the trip in 2020 before all hell broke loose. And, uh, yeah, man, when he's got the, he's got like 25 people up there. It's incredible. As he's just the man. Yeah. So, what would you think of the mm -hmm. next song here? Of a Might Divine. This is one of my favorites. This is a, this is a cool one. I love the beginning. Um, yes. I think that's an oboe. I'm not sure. And the, the way they mix in the clapping, so simple. It sounds like you're in a like you're a minstrel in the square of the you know the king's courtyard or something, doesn't it? Yeah, and that's what's that's what I think is cool about this album too. Is while he's doing a classic, classical or baroque style, he's he's mixing in some um, sort of folksy kind of uh, vibes too. You know, it, it's not all bombast. There's there's a little bit of uh, of um, I don't know, just lighthearted pleasantry, you know, in the in the midst of it, and then it gets a little more. There's the drums start kicking. I think it sounds like there's a fucking tambourine. Yep. Du, 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 du. So okay. Oh, I said this. I don't know if you agree, but this this beginning part reminds me of uh, some of the theme from <laughs> South Park, Stick of Truth, when you're walking around in the town. I, <laughs> Um, and you're dressed like as a magician. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Fucking like Jimmy. Yes. Um, so okay. So good. That's a good chanting after the little violin part, which 
we did we just heard that this piano i love this piano beautiful right and this this progression makes an appearance a couple times in the album especially in the last track um just so pretty mm -hmm. so it'll go from here so it's hard to do justice to describe it um goes into a nice male and female singer part um, they don't always contrast her with the growls, which I like. They contrast her with the male singer sometimes, too. Um, and then it, it really starts to pick up and jams out with, a, I said, with a bunch of instruments and finishes with a nice piano. And I think that progression comes back at the end or something similar. And um, so they really like to do their, um, their uh, middle ballad section, you know, that, that it's not even in the middle, but it's, it's, it's like they start off with a nice uh, intro, sometimes a little heavy, sometimes not. And then they like to slow it down. They really love that slowdown. And um, they do a good job with it. So every song is like a journey. That's why I say you have to be in the mood for it. Because it's, and they're all long, but they're not, um, it's not progressive metal. You know, it's not all flying and fireworks. And it's, it's a, you know, you got to concentrate on it, you know? Yes. So appreciate it all. Yes. Anyway. It's like being at a classical music concert. It's just, right. there's a story that's coming along. And like, you could very easily see that the part we just heard was where they go on horseback from one kingdom to another. And now they're there. And now, now there's an right. interaction again. But did you get, did you get into it all? Like the theme and the story of this album? Like, did you look up who it's about and kind of the, the understanding? Uh, I think it's a, it's an astronomer who is like reconciling the world he sees with God. Well, it's about Galileo Galilei. Okay, I didn't know. It was, uh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So all the all the songs are about his life and his understandings and discoveries and stuff. Man, it's really you know I, I figured you'd be more into it because of the history that you kind of get into with the maiden and shit like that. Like I know you're really into the wars and stuff, but in a way this is almost yeah uh, biographical. Um, that's that's pretty fucking cool. Uh, speaking of Galileo, there's a good Blind Guardian song called about Galileo called "The Age of False Citizens." Anyway, but um, okay, uh, yeah, and I know in uh, in the Observer, which we'll get to at some point soon, he like specifically says, you know, I can't, I couldn't um, oblige myself to like basically believe in a just God um, after seeing the horrors of the world, and so I thought that's pretty, but that's later. What do you think of this part of this song? That, that part right there makes me think every time about that part from Ace Ventura 2 when he's like, All righty then. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of um, Home Alone when he's like at the church and he's like, I'm going to get ready. And that choir music comes on. He's like running home to get ready for like build booby traps and shit. Yes. There's like, some, um, but um, oh, and I said that yeah, that part um, reminds me to say something. Um, that there's a there are a couple of parts in this album, um, especially in the Observer, where they uh, it's like legit like death metal. I mean, they they yes. really jam out. There's, they got they kind of get rid of the other the classical stuff, and it's just like. Um, you know, proper death for like 20 seconds, nothing crazy, but it's in there just enough. And you do, uh, you do have to agree though, that the sound is really ridiculously good on this. I mean, you have all these instruments, but the sound quality on this album is dope. Like every song, oh, yeah. 
every sound comes through perfectly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I guess you'd expect that from a guy, a, uh, comp a composer type guy. I'm sure he was pretty um, anal about how, how it all sounded. Yes, the production um, quality is impeccable. But yeah, so that's a really good song. I didn't have it on my top three, which you might be surprised by. Interesting. Okay, I that's do. cool. Well, let's go to Javata in C minore, a 59 second little bridge here. In semen? Oh, yeah, that's it. You want to just listen to it or you want to talk about it? I was <laughs> letting it play. I was going to say it's another nice interlude. It's, um, you know, it's like the guy he brings the lady a ring and it's in black and white and she's like surprised and then fucking Zales comes across the screen. You know, okay. that shit. I was going a different way in my head. I was picturing like those old school shorts where it's like that. And then she finds him in the next scene sleeping with her sister. And then she slaps yeah. him across the face. And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So, so what's you the, know. the next one is Herr Manalig. Oh, this one's a good one. It kind of just do that over and over again. It comes, starts with some good ominous drum. I said uh, with a pretty lady voice, and who says German can't be pretty? Um, awesome guitar. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They do some like uh, big gaps between the notes to give you like a drop feel with the guitar. And I, when that comes up, I'll point out what I mean. Um, so that 220, you can't not nod your head. And then there's a good chugging guitar with the vocals, and then a guy singer comes in, and he sounds that guy sounds awesome too. But they basically keep doing this this line da, 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 with like more and more intense and changing music in the background and then eventually the guy comes in and does the, that does this part and uh I, I think that's a cool approach um because it's you know it sets a baseline a vocal baseline uh and then it lets the music do all everything else and i think that's kind of neat um it's all it and it makes the point this is more this is a this is an increasingly um, important message to convey, I guess, you know, in this part of the song. You know, it's like they keep saying this kind of stuff about the uh, seemingly the same lines over and over um, or very similar. And um, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, Ermanaleg, yes. So they, they kind of cycle a couple times with this Ermanaleg, Ermanaleg, uh, Mivore, you know, I can't fucking pronounce any of this shit. Um, but anyway, so they keep coming back to it and, and it just kind of drives the point home. And um, I like the progression in the back of it. I, I, I think this is a fucking nice, cool song. And it's fairly short compared to a lot of the other ones. So I think that's neat. Quick hitter. Anyone out there who likes the intro to this song with the beautiful female vocals and the kind of metal background, I would refer them to an album that I love that it probably will not make this show because it's not heavy in any way. But the whole album is this way. It's by a band called Lumsk, L-U-M-S-K. And the album is Det Vildekor, D-E-T space V-I-L-D-E space K-O-R. It's a 2007 release. And the whole thing is just pure, beautiful singing and nature sounds and just a little bit of electric guitar but in the background. So it's, it definitely still qualifies as metal. But if you like that feel of this song, that that's an entire album there for you. And uh, th that's awesome. And the part I was talking about the chugging or the drop feel was 
it was like ben, 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 it was like 30 seconds ago i thought that was what i was um referring to i thought that's kind of cool like it just keeps the song flowing they just change up the riffs a little bit just the song never gets stale even though like i said it sounds like to me that they're repeating the same stuff over and over but it never gets stale and that's purely um a product of uh having a um, good understanding of music of, of chord, like chord progression basically you know and music f and, and flow that's not vocal driven music theory. So i think that's music yeah theory. exactly yep. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, you can just really tell maybe on this song as much as anything else that this guy understands, you know, how to how to keep a song interesting. Perfect. All right. You want to go to the next one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Observer. You mentioned it before. We're only three songs from the end here. What do you think of The Observer? Yeah, The Observer, it's tough for me to pick between this and the title track, but I think I like The Observer as my uh, uh, third of the top three. Okay. And... Uh, so he okay so i don't know what string this is in the beginning but there's some good guitar work comes in um i think the whispering stuff is a little cheesy when he's like i didn't feel obliged to believe you know the same god um anyway so um but outside of that or past that it's fine um there's a really good scream that's in here awesome violins and I love the I love the part one of the mention. I love the part where he says, "Look at the amazing sky." That's like in my head all the time. Um, it's it's just I don't know. Maybe because it stood out when you first hear it, you just you cannot miss that, you know. Um, and it seems like okay. such an it seems like such an obvious thing that an astronomer could say. Right. Oh, and here's that piano I was talking about. This reminds me of um, earlier I was mentioning it, how it repeats. It reminds me of like Rocky. When he's walking around his old shitty neighborhood, he's like a bum, and he's like, "My life sucks." And well, it's like, you know, who's the king of that? Is Coheed and Cambria does that? They they have a one piano line that fills like different pockets of the whole CD. Huh, that's pretty cool. Um, but um, so from two and around two or six, and I think a couple times, it does this kind of chuggy, plucky. I want to say. I don't know what that technique is when they're doing two two strings at the same time, but it gets really thick. And it goes blum 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 blum, and it sounds oh shit. Yep. This this. And they speed it up. So yeah, I think that part is kind of what put it over the edge for me. I was like, man, I gotta put this in my top three because that's like a legit death death metal part. You know, you heard that you would mosh to that. Why wouldn't you? I have. I uh, did. I did on the road. Right. Yeah, so, um, and, <laughs> yeah, and it speeds right up, uh, so yeah, it goes into a proper death, good distorty and thrash riff before the orchestra comes back, um, and so I think I like the song the most because it's got the, um, uh, I think it does the, the best blend of the death metal and classical, uh, stuff, and it's just catchy as hell, and it's fun to listen to, it's like, and it's not very long, you don't, this isn't one of those songs you know, I said the album is niche, and you got to really be in the mood for it. This song, you don't really have to be in the mood for, or you know, you don't have to. It's not such an undertaking. It's it's only four forty. It's easy to listen to. Uh, so if I'm going to be driving somewhere, I'll throw this on. I think it, I, I I really love this song. You could totally um, you could totally throw this on a song that would be in a playlist to hear at a gym. Like it wouldn't derail yeah. your entire workout. You could just be like, oh, that's a cool song. Right. Exactly. And. Um, I love that. Boom, 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 boom. 
Yep, very, uh, you know, Gojira kind of took that vibe and blew that up later, but yeah, definitely. Um, so, okay, uh, we can go into the title track. If let's you're do it. Let's do it, ready. Bro. I'm ready. Title track, air horns. I need a sound effect. <laughs> um, so, good fast intro. I said I like the plucky sounds. I'm so bad at describing fucking music. It's like it's like I like the look what a little kid would say. Yeah, it's a but, good uh, thing we play the songs underneath of us speaking because we would sound really bad without the music. Um, right. Uh, so the lady singer hits a great note. Um, and I think this whole thing is like early Nightwish, a run for its money. The uh, yeah, uh, you know what I mean. Like yep. uh, you could you could put it up there with something on Oceanborn. Yep. And you you wouldn't question it at all. Um, uh, piano into a slow, and I said severe violin. <laughs> it picks back up with a good growl. Bass kicks in with a violin at 250, which I think sounds really good together. And when they say, "Did you ever touch the starlight?" It's a great line. Great line. Um, and in the middle, there's like a horse trotty sounding part, which I hope we get to that because so I can fucking justify that description. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and it ends with a really great growl. Um, but there's that piano again. The spacing is perfect. Mm-hmm. makes me think of Arion, how they did the Human Equation live in Theater Equation. I'd love to see these guys actually play this to a, an acted-out performance. I, I would. Oh, I, yeah. I wonder yeah, yeah. if they have somewhere in the world at some time. I hope, because I just think it would be beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also think this yeah. is a cool album to introduce people to metal, too. Like, you could kind of sneak in that this is a metal album to somebody who wasn't quite there yet, you know, but like this right. would be a great intro to somebody who's kind of, they, they think metal could be fun or it looks like a lot of people love metal and they're having fun listening to metal. This would be a great introduction to metal for somebody who might be a little oh, yeah. more standoff. But that, that violin was a severe violin I was talking about. Somber. But yes, you're right. This would be good. I, I would probably go with The Observer would be my song. Yeah. Um, not too long right but um yeah so this is a great song great title track it's not in my top three but it was close I, and, I'm surprised um, I thought this part would make it right here it is good man this part gets stuck in my head when I hear it every time and the way it just kind of ends so abruptly here in a second love that part. Did you ever touch this guy? Yeah. Um, I know. It's, uh, it is really fucking good. Um, ba -da -da, da -da 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 -da. So, um, yeah, it's, it's all. Is that in your top three, this one? I Man, you know what? I, I can't even say. I love this album so much. It just holds a special place in my heart, and I've listened to it so many times all the way through. I don't think I've ever put it on and just picked a song or two. I listen to the whole thing top to bottom because it kind of feels like a story for me. So I would be, like, picking amongst kids. I mean, I, I think if I had to pick, I would probably say this one of a Might Divine and Per Aspera at Astra. But uh, that could change tomorrow. I mean, it's just, I love all these songs. 
Right. right. Um, I think from there it goes into a like a, an epilogue. Yeah. And then on uh, on the Metallum they have a tenth song. It's Ermanleg short version. And it's longer. Um, right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, I was confused by that. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, when I listen to it, I listen to it because that's on. But when I when I review the album or think about it, I don't think about that last track as being okay. on there. So I, I yeah, me neither. This okay, I'm good. I was like, I didn't really listen to that. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but um, it ends with, you know, a nice, oh, kind of a, I think a, a sort of an ominous sounding, clangy, um, a bit of a somber note, I guess, you know, um, but I guess proper for the severity and gravity of the, uh, um. Album type album theme. Hey, I think you needed like another gallon to a water there, Phil. It sounds like you might have run out of <sighs> sixteen thousand gallons of water. Hey, while you slug that down, um, I would like to know since this is the last track, we started the show by you left-handed complimenting me, saying that you ingratiate yourself to the albums that I have you review, even though they're not that good. Give me your honest opinion. I'm not. I don't fucking care if you dislike this at all. I love this album. What's your rating if you had to give it A through F scale or a number scale? Like, what would you rate this? From your perspective, in Phil's opinion, I know you said you're not going to come back to it. Maybe not be your wheelhouse. What is this? A C? Is it a B minus? Is it a B? Uh, um, okay. If I had, to, if you put a gun to my head and made me grade an album because you're a psycho, um, I, I would, I'd give this, a, I'd give it an A minus because I, um, like I said, it's a niche. It's like I, it's like I, I want, I want to simultaneously. Uh, be forthright about the fact that I probably won't come back to it except for probably um, The Observer, which I think is so cool, and um, Ad Astra probably because of the nostalgia for it. It's like, a, it's like sentimental for me because we heard it on the cruise. But so I, I say that I won't come back to it very often probably. But I also recognize that it's really well done and it is a brilliant piece of music. I mean, the, both those things can be true. So I will, it's like I recognize that there's, that it is a great album that isn't necessarily my typical style. Got it. So that's how I feel about it. So I did enjoy it. There's a lot of parts that I, and I hope I conveyed that I enjoyed them a lot. So I really did. Um, well, but it's not, I don't know. I can't, I can't really, not promise, not that I have to make a promise, but uh, that I would be in the mood to listen to it a lot. Even yeah, though I yes. recognize that it's great. I fully recognize that at this stage of my life with a business, a wife, two kids, almost 10, you know, the way the world moves as quickly as it does, I probably would have never fallen in love with this album the way that I did when I was in a space where I was in a computer lab or I was studying my ass off or I was just, you know, there was a lot more time to be contemplative and focused on one thing. So this is definitely an album that will strike the right person at the right time. But if you are a person who likes classical music and also likes metal, there is no better choice. And if there's a person out there who's kind of on the cusp or wants to give some one of their friends like an introductory metal album who happens to like classical music, this is the perfect thing. So it's a really, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, it's a, like you said, perfect niche album, but there's no question about the quality or the production value. So no. anybody out there who's uh, wondering again what we played here, it's Haggard's H-A-G-G-A-R-D, Epur C Muav, E-P-P-U-R-S-I-M-U-O-V-E. Phil, unless you got anything else about this one, I am perfectly content with an A minus, man. I think it's a great album, and I'm ready to dive into yours. Okay. All right, you ready? 
Yeah, buddy. I'm ready. Okay, here we go. It's the, tw- the 2015 release by the artist Sunless Rise, Unrevealed, Nothing to Save is the opening track. You know, I want to give you kind of like a quick breakdown of how I go about reviewing these things, and then I'm going to dive into it. Okay. I usually, once you give me an album, I get excited about it. I'm like, oh, I've never heard of these guys, never heard of this song, never heard of this album. Let me just throw it on and let it be. I'm not going to grade anything or rate anything, write anything down. I'm just going to listen to it top to bottom a couple times and see how it lands with me. Just kind of like see how it sits. The first time I played this, I was like, damn, this is going to be awesome. It's so fast. It's super cool. Great fucking guitar work. The drums are dope. And that really never left. Like that that overall feeling that I first got never really left. I, I really like this album. And I'm going to go into some depth and be critical of it, like you said earlier, that I, I over-criticize your albums and you like over-compliment mine. So I do have some things to, to, you know, I have some notes, let's just say. But, All right, cool. But, ge- but generally speaking, if you are into like the antithesis of the album I sent you, this is fast-paced, <laughs> break, breakneck, uh, rapid speed, very little downtime, but if you like a lot going on, this album's got it. And it, it deserves to be mentioned that this was a debut album for these guys. I mean, it's like, yeah. that's pretty fucking yeah. impressive, man. Yeah, the, the just the production quality is impressive from the yeah. debut. This kind of technical speed on a very first release, I was like, who are these guys? And when I first looked them up, it said they're from St. Petersburg. And I'm thinking, shit, awesome, right up the road, up here, right by Tampa. And then it goes, and I looked a little Russia. further... And, uh, and it said, Kirill Irshov on vocals, Sergei Shulshenko on keyboards and singing, and Alexei Malovsky on drums. I'm thinking, well, maybe it's a different yeah, shaper. I'm, I'm, thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking obvious Floridians there. Right, I mean, that's, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. They sound like either that's, Cuban or American, but nothing yeah. else, right? That's Gulfside Tampa all day. Baby. Exactly. <laughs> so I said, okay, well, maybe a little different St. Petersburg. Florida, yeah. uh, but then I, I get into the album, and... and Right now we're listening to track one, Nothing to Save. I said notes here, electronic keyboard opening with some sick riffage, clean and growl vocals. I love how they do that in the first song. Really, really reminds me of an album I love called Holographic Universe by Scar Symmetry. I don't know if you know them at all, Phil, but... I heard, I heard some of them pretty good. Not that, not that album, but I heard the band. That's my favorite album by them. I probably would have re- recommended it on this show to you at some point, but this is a pretty similar album. Um but Scar Symmetry, Holographic Universe. This song, I love. Quick hitter, doesn't overstay its welcome. It's a slammer, in and out. Like, I, I really love this song. It's definitely, I think, my top three. It's three or four. I go back and forth between this one and the very last one as my top three. That, that part where it goes... <laughs> you can't... Super like a cool. video game. Super cool. And the speed is just undeniably cool. Like, it, that song was super cool. Okay, so then... After I've gone through my full listen-throughs many times in a row, then I start to kind of look at the songs and look at the, the length of time and look at and, and start taking some notes. So here's where I'm going to get a little bit critical. We're into track two, and yeah. track two is nothing. Uh, no, excuse me. Track two. Ghost of the past. Ghost of the past. Yep. And with Ghost of the past, I was like, okay, wait a minute. We have this breakneck speed band gonna have a seven minute and 21 second song like what where are we going here are we is this where we just start farting around and like looking at our belly buttons and it really wasn't that this is a great song too like my critiques of this album are going to be kind of because i want to have at least something to say critically you know i can't just like gush on it where it's the best thing i've ever heard uh 
the slow intro into the pure shred with the hella fast drums backing is dope. Uh, then it slows down and adds a cool piano. Then there's some dueling vocals, which I know I've talked to you about a million fucking times, is when the vocals of two singers duel back and forth rather than some of those albums that don't make sense where it's kind of like they don't use them as point counterpoint you know how many times i've talked about that on the show point, yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah point counterpoint man they, these guys get it that's why they sound so mature for a band they do that mm -hmm. i was really surprised by i knew you'd like that part uh, and and I, I really enjoy this, even though it's kind of long. Like they have enough going on where you should hear shit like this. Yeah. And the video game thing is true. It sounds like a you're just about to get to a fucking epic boss fight right here. Right. So I got a little nervous on the seven minuter, but it, it was okay. It turned out to be okay. The only critique I have about this song is. Because it's seven minutes, and the the speed is so fast of all this stuff, I tend, I don't know if you feel the same way, I felt like I got a little bit lost on like, oh, I remember that cool riff. What the fuck track was that? Like, I had to, I almost had to go through the whole album every time to find the particular song that has that particular part that I want to hear again, because it's difficult to distinguish where it showed up, because there's so much going on. Does that make sense? Yeah, that happened. That happened to me a little bit. I uh, especially there's also there's vocal parts that I was like, what the fucking song is that from? And because I guess the way it melds in with the music. And I, yeah, it took me a couple of lessons to get to that to figure it out. Yeah, that, they have a this, pretty, Go ahead. Okay. No, see, the only critique I have with this song, which I, I do love this song, is that um, they they really want to sneak in that la that second clean vocal part where they um, uh, say you can't look back. Look back. But they. Um, they just shove it in at the end. Like, it's kind of like a little weird. You know, I'm like, um, they do it, and then they get this late, long solo, and then it's like, it's like, you know, we got to do that one more time. Let's put it in. And it sounds cool, but it's a little, like, shoehorn. Yes, I felt like the longer yeah. songs, my, my overall impression of the album was great album, but some of the songs were too long for their own good because there was too much going on, and it got lost in the mix, and I would have tightened them up. And then, yeah. and then, you know, I didn't listen to it because I hadn't had a chance to, but I intend to. Their 2019 release, which was called Ultimacy. Ultimate. Yeah. I, I looked at that one and then I said to myself, hmm, I wonder if somebody else told them the same thing. Cause the track lengths on that one go five minutes, six minutes, 444, 442, 451, 441, five minutes, 419. There's there's nothing, you know, nothing that goes on too long on that particular album. And I said, I wonder if somebody is telling them the exact same thing that I am sensing about this. Because could be, yeah. They seem to tighten it up for this newer album. Have you listened to the new one? A couple songs, but not as much. But it seems to get really good reviews, so I really probably need to listen to it. Yeah. Watch it. It's probably, what if it's like way better than this one? I should have fucking recommended that one. Seriously, <laughs> man. I'm wondering, too, because these, could, these guys, happen. for a first album, like this has got a lot of good shit. Where did you hear about these guys? Uh, just YouTube algorithm. Uh, you, you know, when you have so many bands that you could listen to, you just go off of like superficial shit as a way to weed out stuff. So... I thought they had a cool name and, a, and a, a cool album. And the first song I listened to was Ghost of the Past. And I thought the chorus was awesome. So I was like, all right, let me check them out more. Uh, and then I heard Awakening and then Nothing to Save. And I was pretty much sold on the album. Or I had a good feeling I was going to be sold on it. So I just started listening to the whole thing. Well, this um, 
this goes to the pass song. I'm going to move on because I've been getting too much time here. But they do have one catchy lyric where it says, you'll find no sense. It's time to take a chance and change all yeah. of your life. There's nothing left. Th that's yeah. super fucking catchy. Yeah, they're very catchy guys, man. All right, so they, they're, they, they're clean singing is great, too. Super catchy, the clean singing. Okay, let, let me go to Awakening because uh, there's a lot more I want to get to on this one. Okay, track three is Awakening. Another six-minute or the last one, seven. I said super awesome Winter Sun-esque opening on the keyboard. Very nature-sounding. Mm -hmm. Do you kind of get that, too, here? Let me see if you get this. Yeah, the it's like a guy walking in the snow and then... Um, like dreamscape kind of thing yes totally and very very winter sun-esque i got a lot of different pieces of this band like i said before scar symmetry winter sun there's a song later that sounds exactly like this band this obscure band called divine heresy that i love uh so this right here is like winter sun all day yeah but anyhow they they go from this into the keyboard uh, and then quickly into harsh vocals and then into that epic question, like I talked about before, the answer style. Question, answer, question, answer. And then lightning fast guitar and keyboard duo reminiscent of Dragon Force. Did you catch nice. any, did you kind of get that vibe with the Dragon Force speed of the guitars? I'm not super familiar with Dragon Force, even though I probably need to be. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I know that like that way it goes. It, um, I think it's right here. What we're talking about? blazing so fast they're like finger picking the the, the neck okay yeah yeah and then like, doo -doo 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 -doo. it's a very song, man. yes so even though i love both this this part right here is cool too actually. but uh, even though i love this song and the song before it they did not make my top three again i think it was just the density of it there's too much sure. for it to like stick with me in any particular way so um, let me go to my next song which is my favorite song okay this is a good one it's called lost path track four i call this the trivium song do you know the out the band trivium yeah okay they have an album called ascendancy which i love which was way before they went like super shitty uh in crusader or crusader whatever it was but ascendancy is awesome and this song reminds me of that album entirely. I said, my favorite song on here, quick jam, but still has all the greatness of the longer ones. And that's what I wanted to convey most, was I felt like they lost absolutely nothing on the tighter songs, like this one. They just packed it in a little bit. It was like fewer repetitions, but the same quality, which is why I really love the shorter ones. It's not that the longer ones were too long, it's that the shorter ones were better we're just as good with less time. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, and I said- I love that keyboard. Sorry. Killer guitar intro. I said, blazing fast drums. This uh, this song in particular, when the drums are in the background and these blasts, I'm thinking, this guy's gotta have calves of fucking steel. Like, listen to the drums. He's gotta have triggers. Okay, and then since you're just singing it, this is this is now where we gotta get to this. 
amazing part of this album, which is the broken English vocals. Please tell me you looked up these vocals. Did you? The actual lyrics? Yes. <laughs> no, I didn't really listen. Okay, I, right. feel like I, listen I feel like I, I knew what they were saying. Okay, no. So I I, I'm going to rewind here and, and get right to this part where I want to tell you exactly what he says. It's This is so beautiful, dude. Okay, hold on a second. I'm going to get you right to where he starts. Okay, when, I, when we come back in, he's going to say, What do we come in this world for? For leading meaningless fast life. Are people really created for becoming similar to beasts? Well, that's... Just listen yeah. to it now when he does it, okay? You fucking ruined it. What, <laughs> what do we come in this world for? For leading meaningless fast life. Are people really created for becoming similar to beasts? Just enjoy it. I mean, Alex, I, it's I mean, age old, the age-old question, Phil. Yeah. How, it's like, dude, are what people, are we doing here? Are people really created for becoming similar to beasts? <laughs> it's the age-old question that it just nobody can find contentment in answering. Are people really <laughs> created for becoming similar to beasts? <laughs> and when I, when, yeah. I, when I started looking this up, I just couldn't stop thinking about that Sonata Arctica song that we always jock and, oh, and make fun yes. of all the time because it's the exact same shit. Like, I love these guys so much, and it's not at all a criticism of them, because if I had to sing a song in Russian, it would be the oh most ridiculously stupid thing anyone's ever heard. But, yeah. <laughs> but it can't not lead you to a path of finding some humor, because the, it's so catchy. But what do we come in this world for? For leading meaningless, fast life? Are people really created for becoming similar to beasts? It's, you know who else is the king of that? Uh, fucking Amorphous. Yes. They'll throw some shit. And you're like, dude, that line is ridiculous. You're but like, this song's so good, I don't care. Exactly. <laughs> you're like, Google Translate that all day long because yeah. it sounds so good. Yep. That's so, great. so now, not only was it my favorite song before, but then when I looked up the lyrics and I saw that for becoming similar to Beasts, I just, I, now it's forever my favorite song. Right. What is some suddenly I've seen a rum lake? Do you hear that line? No. But the Check lyrics, out the lyrics. Go to Metallica and look at the lyrics one time on this whole song. Oh, I definitely did, dude. They're beautiful. There's more. There's yeah. more to come. Trust me, there's even funnier shit. Okay, so let's go to track five, Eidolon. Oh, by the way, right. as I'm shifting through here, I'll turn this down. Um, what Did you like that song as much as I did, or was that one so-so? Uh, uh, man, it's a great song, but yeah. I don't know if it's my top three or not. I know Eidolon is my probably my favorite i love recovering the truth and then i'm really torn between nothing to save and uh sunless rise the actual song like the band track i don't know lost path is up there though it's a great great song well this one i like a lot it's got a cool ethereal intro that i think i love the song i think it goes on a little too long at the beginning but i just have to read you while we're listening to the intro underneath of me i'm just going to read you the lyrics I slipped through endless forest and saw a fenced around town. A lot of ruins under snow and far and wide enigmatic ghosts appeared at once and vanished and whisper reached my ears. I entered the square with ice round pond and in the <laughs> center I saw a small font. Whispering voices merged into praise. Sink here, sink, and I obeyed. 
Sinking with head, I came up in town, town which came to life again. Decrepit ruins turned to beautiful buildings with an incredibly complex design. People wearing white cassocks walked. I tried to accost, but was unseen. They learnt universe, did spiritual practices. At the <laughs> end of the world, among castless woods, there's the unseen source of forgotten truth, which you can reach only having pure heart. And entering here, you open your eyes at once. That's just some of the beauty. I mean, I love it. I like, um, let's, you guys, you want to learn some universe and do some spiritual practices? Yeah, man. And the way I just came in and my head came up in the middle of the frosty pond or whatever it was, I just, yeah. the ice round pond. Um, so, ice round pond. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, when I, when I got into this, I was almost praying for this. Like, I wanted to call you so badly before the episode and say, dude, do you know the lyrics? Like, have you looked these up? But I was just so hoping that you hadn't because I wanted to bust your balls about the... No, I really didn't look. I felt like, I don't know, I just didn't. I love That's it. That's great. So anyway, that part distracted me from making this one of my top three. It's a cool song musically, but lyrically, and like I just, it kind of made me laugh, so I, I really didn't put it in my top Ancient town. I love the chorus, man. The chorus uh, is good. Yeah. They're they're definitely masters of making a catchy hook. Mm-hmm. Right here. Yep. You know what he says there, though. He says, ancient towns, yeah. town where enlightened live. It's like a window yeah. into the deep past. Ancient towns, town of those who found. It's like, God, I love these guys. <laughs> so, uh, it, anyway. town, man. Great, great. Ancient town. Ancient town. Great town. Great town. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go, to the, yeah. let's go to the next one called Reborn. All right. Reborn, three minutes and 22 seconds. This is the first one I said, even though I'm kind of like down on the short, on the longer ones and up on the shorter ones. This is the first one that I said was kind of forgettable. Like, I it thi- is a little bit. I mm-hmm. think if I had been asked to lay out the album, I would have said dump this one. I mean, it was it's okay, but it wasn't like I don't know. Yeah, I don't, it's fine. We we have very similar, I guess, opinion of this album because I uh, I love the album. This one I really don't listen to much. Yeah, uh, it's not bad. It's just not. It's just not on par with the rest of it, so it's like, yeah. Nothing drew me to keep it. I almost felt like some music producer was like, you guys got to give us 50 minutes. Do not give us right. anything, you know? I just felt like that was a filler. So I'm going to skip over Reborn, right. and let's go to Recovering the Truth, which is super dope, dude. I love this song. Yeah, this is, uh, this like I think it's one. Of my, this should be a top three, I think. This is my number um, two. Yeah. My number one's um, Lost Path, and then this one, Recovering the Truth, is number two. The only crit criticism i have of this song is that i wish the that ending part where it's like would just go on longer I'm like you guys you guys are no you have no fear of extending a musical section uh, and anywhere else like why'd you cut this one off right but um yeah i can but, see that other than that it's a great it's such a good song and then it even jams out towards the end it's like duh, 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 duh. It, i mean i feel like this is another example of it it doesn't lose anything except for that last p that you could one, one more time maybe on the end but at 447, yeah. it's got everything you need and it jammed in, dude. I love this song. This is the, yeah. And if you also notice, too, this is the first time that they do in the album the lyrical doubling. They actually do the mirroring of the queen singing and the growling. Do you hear it? I mean, like, at the same time? Yes. They do do that. Um, 
Yeah, I didn't, it just didn't occur to me. It was the first time. Yes. This is the first time they do that echoing. I said catchy. I like the cool turned off electric, almost acoustic guitar breakdown and the riffage that comes back lightning fast. You know what I'm talking about? Where they like almost like turn the effect off where it doesn't sound electric, but it's an electric guitar without like amplification. And then it comes back in. Um, and I said great song. Probably my number two favorite on the album. The end has that cool siren like in and out with the deep guttural vocals over the top. Super yeah. cool. Let me, let me skip forward. And, and again, obviously, you're gushing over this one too. This is one of your favorites. It's a great song. I fucking love this song. It's a jam, man. These guys just speed. Like I, I would just describe them as pure speed and creativity. But the production was still really good. The drums are clear. The guitars are clear. Um, the keyboard and synth. Like you got little elements of um, Children of Bodom. You got little elements Definitely. of Winter Sun. You got little elements of Scar Symmetry. I mean, it, it, they really did a nice job of kind of like boiling down a whole big soup of great metal stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they're classified as like melodic death and metal. But I was like, yeah, I, I could see that. But I, I, I was thinking prog even a little. Or then, tech, um, or they're tech. I mean, yeah. they're so highly speed and technical. I could consider them being tech, you know, tech death. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, all right, great song. Now on number eight, the burnt and the frozen. Uh, this is the song that sounds exactly to me like a song by a band called Divine Heresy that I love. They had one album way back, and the song's called Bleed the Fifth instead of Bleed okay. the Fifth. It's super cheesy, dude. It's like fucking so high school metal but the yeah, sound, sounds edgelord dude it's super but listen to this riff here i'm gonna try to play it for you on this song it's here listen to this and then i'm gonna go to bleed the fifth okay, listen listen phil right here all right now i want you to hear hear that in your head as I play for you, Bleed the Fifth, there's a part that I think sounds exactly like that, that as soon as I heard it, I was thinking to myself, I got to figure out where the fuck I know this song. I know this riff. Is that riff in the back? Yeah, I All right, now let me go back to the last one and tell me if you don't hear exactly that same. Just the way that that played, I was like, man, that sounds exactly, not to suggest that these guys ripped them off. They probably never heard of that ever, but. Doesn't it sound like the same song? Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely hear there's, there's vocals over the top of the other one, but man, does that rip. Like it just pulled right at my brain. I said, "I know this." Group. So anyway, go ahead. Uh, I'll say it's kind of sound like you're accusing me. That's kind of shitty. Plagiarism? No, <laughs> not at all. But you know, it was one of those songs where it just kind of like distracted me for the moment. Where I said, "I gotta figure this out." But uh, the rest of the song has a lot of variety. Like I kind of like that. There's a lot of change, stop, start, and misdirection in this song in particular. It didn't make my top three, but it's definitely one I liked on the album. Yeah, this is a good one. It's um, uh, probably one of the more uh, straightforward, like, thrashy death 
riffs in the album. I mean, they have some of that, but that that's that grinder, groovy, moshy stuff is not. It's kind of exclusive to the song, except for a couple parts in like um, recovering the truth. But anyway, so I thought that was neat. This is like it shows that they can do anything they want genre-wise. Yes. What did you think of this song overall? Was it your top three? Probably not. Nah, but I like it. I mean, I I, it's a, it's a really good song. No, it's not my top three. Yeah, it's just like I said before with that song "Reborn." That, that's the only one on here that I kind of like. Eh, I would I would skip it. But the rest of these I don't. I really like them. Even though they're not. All right, what do you think of the next one? The second to last, The Forgiven. Six minutes and 33. I want to hear your thoughts. My thoughts could be boiled down into basically it's really hard to be the song before the last song when the last song is really good. Yeah, so this one, um, I like that like somber beginning. It reminds me of something Iced Earth did one time, uh, the Pierce Spirit. Dun, 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 that same kind of progression. Um, it's, it's good. It gets kind of strange at the end it's like uh there's like queen singing like talking and then it the whole song i don't i was like is this did i veer to a is there a commercial i hit the radio by accident <laughs> the whole thing sounds weird uh if you could skip to that um you know how far it is cool. you know how far it is in film huh you know how far in it is it should be like the last maybe like last two like last minute and a half right. i'm going to five um, minutes we're five minutes in on 634 all right Maybe I hallucinated this, or hallucinated this, but yeah. Had you eaten mushrooms before? Oh, yeah, a lot. Oh, okay. That, that could be it. Uh, but this part, too. The, sp the screaming is a little more emo, right? Definitely. Um, like, the, like the used. Watch the used. Um, but basically, I considered this song in general kind of an aberration. It's very, it's just way different. They threw a lot of shit at the wall. It's not a bad song. I'm not shitting on it, but it's peculiar. Um, basically, it's how it, relative to the rest of the album, it's a very peculiar song. Yes. I'm not sure what their motivation was, uh, style-wise. I'm curious about what you know why they. This right here. Just, yeah. Yes. This. You're like, what is this? Yeah. Not that it's bad, it's cool, but it's yeah. like what you'd hear like a lounge band play, you know, yeah. if you were visiting like, uh, you know, Jamaica or something. Yeah, it's like great resort music. I mean, right, <laughs> so right. Surprised by the. It's, yeah, so I think this is one of their songs that are like, let's just be really avant garde and just try some shit. Yes, th that's the, one of the times, and you've nailed it, where they just feels like they had an idea and they just like, get it in there. Yeah, so um, I don't have, I don't, I don't dislike the song it's just a it's just so different so. but now that we're on to this next one which is the great song yeah <laughs> what a heroic main riff seriously and it's four minutes and 11 seconds perfect length banger same name as the band you knew this song was gonna be awesome uh this i think is my number three it's like hard for me to go back between this one and uh the very first track i go back and forth on number three but i think it's this one <laughs> Yeah, this song is so good. What do you think? And it has a great bass solo at the end. Right, I know, man. That came out of nowhere. Right? That was actually really awesome. Yeah, so I, that's why I love these guys because they just they try different shit. They they really try to showcase all the all the instruments. And I think it's cool. Yeah, we're, we definitely got to check out the newer one, man. We're we're failing yeah. them to not check out their new stuff. Right, I would not be surprised if it was better. 
I, uh, it seems very likely because they'll have another opportunity to kind of like see what worked and what didn't work. Right. But uh, what do you think? Did you, when you first heard this song, was this instantly a top three or did you have to come back to it a couple times? Pretty sure it was like the first or second time. I was like, damn, this song's And then, you know, it was really hard because I'd go back and I'd hit play again to listen to the whole album again and then the first song would come on and be like, oh, I don't know. Because the middle two that I described earlier, I keep forgetting the names because I but it was Recovering the Truth and Lost Path. For me, leading meaningless fast life. Becoming similar to beasts. That was obviously number one. Uh, those two were firmly entrenched as one and two, and then number three varied between the first and last one because they're both so good. All right, sure. Mine, I think my favorite is Idol on it. The first time I heard it, I was like, oh, love the song. Fucking love it. Circle around and, uh, ice pond. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, ice round pond. Ice round <laughs> So good. Oh man. God bless him. Seriously. You gotta um, You just gotta <laughs> you just gotta put the lyrics next to this album whenever you listen to it because it's just worth the life. But then I like uh recovering the truth and then maybe this one, but I like Ghost of the Past, even though I criticize a little part of it and I love nothing to save. That part is so fucking good. Yeah. No, uh, qu- so no question at all about the talent of this band. No question. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have a feeling you'd like these guys. You know, I was a little unsure of what you'd make of the longer songs. Cause I, even I, uh, you know, when I was, even I really was into it, I recognized that some of the songs could be with trimming. Yes. You know? And, that, and that's what makes me optimistic about the next one. I want to check it out. But uh, yeah. I would say if you asked me the same question I asked you about an overall grade, I'd give this an A. I'd give this like an okay. A, A-minus-ish. Very solid. solid. Love the speed. Got to be in the mood for it. Kind of un- you know, like Hagar in the sense that you got to be in the mood to have some speed in your life because this yeah, is yeah. coming to you. But the catchiness, the, the sound quality, the drumming is excellent, the riffs. You know, w- that's one thing we didn't do on the first one. We got to say who won. Sticks. Skin, uh, no, singing, sticks, or strings. I think I gotta say strings on this. This is just riff. Later. Yeah, it's hard. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with on the first one. I'm gonna go with the vocals. Surprisingly. Well, I, I love the way they mix together the male clean singer, the female clean singer, and the growl. I thought they did a great job. I don't think that's wrong at all. I think they, that female vocalist on Hagar is unbelievably captivating. She's fucking nailing it. Yeah. Killing. Unbelievably good. And so. just as good live. Yes. Yeah, they were great live. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, right, Phil, okay. I, I got some good stuff. I'm like br- busting the scene to tell you about this next one because it's very unique. So do you want me to tell you first what I want you to listen to or what? Uh, yeah, go ahead and tell me. Yeah, go ahead. All right. I want you to check out the album High Singing Blues by Graveyard. Have I ever had you listen to that album before? Nah, i never even heard of that. Yes. Oh, my God. Awesome. Okay. Uh, High Singing Blues by Graveyard. I'm excited for you. It's going to be something that's like a little bit, just like Hagar was a little bit outside of the standard wheelhouse, this is going to be a little bit outside, but more mainstream. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you, um, I'm just, we have to, I have to put it in there. We're, we're, let's do Kalma, They Will Return. Okay. I love Kalma. Let me see if I know that album. Hold on a second. They if you know that one, I'd give you like another one. <laughs> but, well, um, is that your favorite one? Yeah, yeah, I like. Yeah, it is. All right, my favorite one is Black Waltz. So don't worry, I'm I'm not really that down with their older stuff. So they will return. 
was what year was that? Are you sure that's post two thousand? Two thousand two. I have. One. All right, perfect. Just in time. Just made the cut. I'm gonna check yep. it out. I love the Black Waltz by them. So that band is so good. Crushing St- to this day, probably the hardest I've ever moshed on seventy thousand tons of metal was during Calma. I can totally see that. I, I I wasn't there for that. I was. I'm glad we moshed the cattle though. That was so good. So good. Yeah, but cr- I'm glad you picked this for this upcoming episode because what I gave you will be a good kind of. Um, it, it'll be dissimilar enough that it'll sound very different to the listener. It'll be a good pairing of some unique changes. It's, what I gave you is nowhere near that heavy, but still excellent. Okay, cool. And it's High Singing Blues from Graveyard, right? High Singin, H-I-S-I-N-G-E-N, Blues okay. by Graveyard. Okay. So and you've, you've never heard of them? High Sandstorm Blues. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've, n- I've never heard of them. High uh, Sand ever. in Your Eyes Blues by Graveyard. All right. I'm going gonna, um, gonna to wrap us up, Phil, unless you got anything else for the listeners. I'm going to wrap us up with a Mitch Hedberg quote. Do it. I'm against picketing but I don't know how to show it. Classic. Classic, Mitch. All right, brother. Until next time, you're the man. This is the Great Heavy Music Podcast. Be sure to rate, subscribe, like us on all the social media podcasts. Twitter is at Great Heavy Music. You can email us at the Great Heavy Music Podcast at gmail.com. And you can tell us why all my albums are better than Phil's. And continue to tell your friends about us so we can keep spreading the word. Phil, until next time, you are the man, brother. All right, buddy. Later.